Action Park Media. Welcome back to episode 15, The Skinny, with Joey Merlino and Little Snuff. Today, this episode is presented to you by Corvina in Boca Raton, Florida. Don't forget, tell them the Skinny Podcast sent you. Today, we have a special guest coming on, Captain Tommy O'Neill. U.S. Marine. U.S. Marine. Excellent episode you got coming to you. But, Joe, you don't sound too yes. good today. Were you a little sick? I'm fucking sick as a dog. I've been yeah. sick from the fucking uh, New York and Philly. Yeah. I'm sick. You do see, you do sound sick. Cold as balls up here. I yes, froze it my is. balls off. <laughs> That's why I'm you, fucking sick. You had the I, jacket on. You had everything it on. It didn't work. That's why I hate it up there. Last week, not a bad week. Three and three you went. I went five and three with a push. The lock of the week did lose again, which I'm sick about. Yeah, you put the you should have won both of them. Though. I know. All right. You keep on betting that fucking overs. You're right. I do love the overs, but let's let's recap a little bit last week of football. Good. How how do you feel right now about the NFL? What uh, do you think's going on? I somebody sent me an article today. It said the referees on the investigation for fixing because the, there's too much all these prop bets and all kind of shit bets. They have to be. They have to be. There's a penalty on every every play. fucking plays a penalty or a review. There was a prop bet last week. What was it? Oakland Thursday night's game. The shit that Oakland and San Diego. What a barrel that was! If you bet a hundred dollars on the two quarterbacks to throw t- uh, three touchdowns, you win fifty-five thousand. Is that crazy? For a hundred dollars, yeah, both backup quarterbacks. Both back- Nobody knew who they were. They Halftime got- was forty-two nothing. Forty-two nothing. Halftime. It's totally insane. Alex gave me San Diego and under. Yeah, I know. The That's why we tapped out on the other way. Yes, we did. How do you feel right now, though, about the injuries in the NFL? I mean, everybody's that's another hurt. disaster. I think they got some of the turf. I don't know what it has to be. They, everybody's always injured. Everybody's coming out of the game. The player parlays, people are getting croaked because you got a guy to catch over 50 yards. He gets hurt the first play of the game. It's over. You're dead. dead. You it's don't over. get your money back. Yeah. That's completely dead. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's Football's different this year. It's different. Very different. There's Who too you- many. Every play is a review, a penalty, or an injury. It really is. Yeah, it's nuts. Who's, who's your Super Bowl winner? You still riding out with Baltimore? San Fran and Baltimore. San Fran I mean, and Baltimore. Bit, but Buffalo's coming on. Buffalo is coming on. I mean, they get hot. Dallas got absolutely destroyed yeah, last you, week. Yeah. But Buffalo. I, Buffalo is a lot. I, I've, been, I've been saying Josh Allen for a couple weeks. I love Josh Allen. Guess what? He only, only, only threw the ball like 15 times. That's great. Cook. Yeah. They're the running back, and they said the offensive ran... coordinator came back, who, who they wanted to be the offensive coordinator. Rank Cook, two touchdowns, passing the ball. They looked unbelievable. Yeah. Dallas ain't that good. No, Dallas is not that good. That goes to show you how the Eagles, how bad the Eagles are. It's the defense, defense. for the Eagles. Yeah, We've been defense. saying it for since yeah. week three yeah. about the Eagles' yeah. defense. Yeah, they're horrible. Did you hear about Brock Purdy, though, what he said? Yeah. He shouldn't get the MVP? He said he shouldn't get McCaffrey. I said McCaffrey. I said it two weeks ago. I know. He really he, should. The guy's got a touchdown every game. He gets over 100 yards. Every. He's a workforce. Three. Again. Yeah. yeah. He's That's, the best. He really is. He's Nobody small. Talks about him. He's fast. He's excellent. And I, I'm going to say... Baltimore's good, though. Baltimore is Quarterback's good. Quarterback's good. 90 I yards rushing. I, I just think he's going to get hurt. Listen, Lamar, he takes a beating. Yeah. He really does. But he's going to get it. I'm going to go on a whim, and I'm going to be on record saying this, that I think Buffalo makes a run. I think no, I they think, come together, and I, I think they I think they got a shot to win yeah. the title. Yeah, I think the AFC, out of the AFC, they could beat anybody. The they AFC. really can. I mean, anybody could beat anybody. Buffalo. Miami, I don't think, has a shot. Two is not strong nah, enough for me. No, they need a quarterback. The receivers are great. No, they got the best receivers in football. But he's not. He's always on the ground. He's always falling. Every uh, time I look wrong. at him. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, who who you like this week? You want me to go first go again? First. Yeah. All right. Let me go first this week. I'm going to start off with Cincinnati. Minus two away over Pittsburgh. No, they're playing good. Cincinnati, I don't care that it's a backup quarterback. They came back last week. They won again. I love Cincinnati. 
Pittsburgh, to me, overrated. I think they got to figure a lot of things out, Pittsburgh. Then I'm going to go with Green Bay, minus four and a half away over Carolina. Green Bay got buried by Tampa Bay. This <laughs> I, I can't believe that. Carolina stinks. They're selling tickets for 45 cents. I don't know what's going on with Bryce. Cents. Yeah, 45 cents there was tickets on StubHub. Before the game, there was 5,000 people in the stadium total. Really? In Carolina. I know it was pouring, pouring rain, right? They are <laughs> the worst fan base. Forget Carolina. We're going to go Green Bay <clears throat> minus four and a half. Then we're going to go to Detroit that I think Detroit also is going to be close to they're getting gonna, to the Super Bowl this year. They're going to be there. Minus three and a half away over Minnesota. Detroit's a great team, great defense, offense, and I love the coach. The kid had five touchdowns yes, this he, week he, for them. He's listen, good. They're good. Goff, he's, he's a good, good. quarterback. <laughs> People don't give him credit. I don't no, know he's why. Good. He's not good. He's great. He, he really is. And then I'm going to go with Dallas plus one and a half. They're home, a home dog over Miami. Dallas ain't home. Is Miami home this Miami's week? home. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, Miami's home. So then I like Dallas still. Plus one and a half. Over Miami, I like I said, Tua, not a good quarterback. No. Who's your college in? I'm staying away from college. <laughs> but no, I do have one. I do have one. Let me get back I, to college. One. You're getting like I'm gonna, out of I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna give you one. You gave a winner out. I'm gonna go with the Razorbacks, minus one. Arkansas. Oh, yeah. I like I yeah, like Arkansas fun. this week, minus one. And then I do have my lock. Oh, what's the lock? It is an overs game again, Joe. No shit. Over 43 in the Tampa Bay and Jacksonville is my lock. We're eight and four right now, but I love the overs this week. Overs, overs, overs. All right. Who you got? In college, I got Georgia Tech plus one and a half over Utah State. Okay. And the Northwestern plus seven over Utah. And I like pro- Northwestern there, yeah. plus seven. Yeah. I, li- I like the dog. They, they do score. score. I, li- I-, I like Cincy over the Steelers. The whole world's going to take on. I know, minus two. I took Cincy there, yeah. too. I like Detroit. We're on the same side there. Oh, my God. I, I, I like Miami. You're going Dallas. Miami. Yeah. Miami is home. I did mess that up. You are correct. Yeah, I like Miami. You do like Miami there over Dallas. They got to they 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 beat a good team. But they never do. I know, but they have to beat. I yeah. mean, they have to. I know. I mean, I don't know. Dallas, Dallas got a good defense. Yeah, they do. But last week, Dak didn't show up. A, yeah. They never do. For some reason, they're it's three, a lot of... They're 3-3 three and three, uh, on the road. Yeah. And they're 7-0 at home or something. I know. It's a lot of a lot of bad things. But, listen, it's getting close to the Super Bowl, which means wintertime, fill effect. You don't feel too good. I got to no. go back to Philly. I'm fucking cold. And so, I, I got to get ready for the parade. I can't wait for the parade. How do you feel about 20-year anniversary the for the Jesters? Well, first of all, I don't know if you people know... Look it up, the Mummers Parade. It's the biggest thing in Philly. It's the best party ever. It's been here 150 years. I don't know how long has the parade been going on. Forever. Forever. I mean, it really has. It's a tradition in South Philly. There's no other place that has it. And, and we go out with the jesters. And this year, uh, our captain, Big Daddy Wags, he's, he's the Bobby Shannon of the comics. Yes, he, he is. He retired after 20 years. 20 years, finally done. One of the best captains ever. Yeah, he was the Let's best Let's give him his props. Two-time winners. No, three times. No, two times. Should have won the oh, third yeah. time, oh, yeah, but we got, got robbed. robbed. I was in jail. Yeah, when yeah. they got robbed. Yeah, they got robbed. We should have got. We should have won three times. Well, Eddie Wags, great captain. Yeah, big, big Wag is the best. Hopefully, this uh, this year we'll, we'll win for him. Absolutely, twenty year anniversary. And when people don't know about the parade, we dress up. They would. They say it's dresses, face paint. Uh, but what are they called? What's the name? Winches. The winches. Well, We're, that's the comics. The yeah. comics are like. You know, it's the comics, then it's the fancy, then the string. The string bands are unbelievable. The string bands are unbelievable. They all play instruments. The music's great. Everybody's yeah. dancing, drinking. The brass bands are yeah. just... Woo-fat. 
the best. How, how good are they? They were unbelievable. I, I put one of their videos up. Yeah. I'll put another one up. What do you see these guys yeah, play? We'll, we'll show you some more about New Year's and what the tradition means to South Philly. Yeah, we'll it's put just, clips up all week. It's just something We'll do it that from Christmas to New Year's. Yeah. These are going to think we're nuts when you see everybody dancing. You're going to think we're on bare yeah. salt. But it's a South Philly. When was the first year you went out and prayed? How old were you? Fuck, I don't know. Three, four. I don't know. It's crazy. Since I was a kid. Yeah, since you were a kid. Ralphie Head used to take me in. The head of all heads. Yeah, take me yeah. in, Marty, Tori. What was the what was the club? The Landy Club, right? Yeah, Ten Carpenter. Ten the Carpenter. Yeah, your father, your grandfather. Yeah, my grandfather, your father, yeah. Yeah, everybody went out with them back then. The New Year's well, parade well, is one home. year we had a truck because you know you and we're following the truck up to Broad Street. Yeah. They opened the back of the truck, it was all stolen fruit. <laughs> they, <laughs> it was stolen fruit. That's a classic. There's stories that people don't understand how crazy. That neighborhood your was. Father, your grandfather kept on saying, don't open it. You know, don't, don't go in the back of the truck. It was all stolen yeah, fruit. It was all stolen fruit. But the New Year's parade in Philly, in South Philly, down 2nd Street. 2nd Street's Row best. is unbelievable. Nah. You got to give credit to the 2nd Streeters. Well, they're the best. They know how to party. Yeah. The yeah. Pirates. How about the, the Pirates? pirates froggy, froggy, froggy Cars. Froggy unbelie Cars, unbelievable. They got 700 people. Listen, my buddy Kyle's been with, you know, Kyle, yeah, Kyle he's, yeah. been, he's been with Froggy Car forever. He's a member now. What they do, the performance they put on and how many guys... There's no, nothing like no, it. No, it's great. It really is. The Pirates are great. They're all good. Second Street Street. I guess what? They, they welcome us to open arms. Absolutely. We could go there anytime. Yeah. We will be there for New Year's, but we will be at the Jesters first. Don't forget, Big Daddy Wags is retiring. 20th year anniversary for the Jesters. And you're coming out this year. Yeah, yeah I'm going to come out. And you're if gonna, I make it, if you I might make be it. fucking dead by then. Are you going to be a marshal or are you going to wear the costume? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. All right. We don't know. But that's, that's a story for another day. We're going to show some more video <clears> footage of that. But we also want to get into it's going to be the end of the show for episode 15, which is great. This is going to bring us right into the holidays, which is unbelievable. Our merchandise is live. Make sure you check us out we on YouTube. We got new stuff. We got the Yetis. We got the Yetis are live. We have the hats also. And we also have an exclusive <clears throat> drop. There's only 120 of these made. Skinny Joey Merlino pictures, 8x10s. It's going to be JSA witness and certified. I can't even say the word. Witness? What the yeah, fuck is witness. witness? Somebody witnessed oh, you signing it. We don't like witnesses. No, but they did All right. for you to sign it. Autograph pictures. It's going to be on the website on Manatees. The link's in the bio. You're going to be able to go on there and buy one. They're for sale along with the hats and the Yetis. And we're going to have an exclusive drop with a Broad Street Bully shirt. Flyers, please. Representing the Flyers. Flyers playing good. Best Flyers record since November. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So we got that. Make sure you find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Hit that subscribe button. Come on. Today we have a special guest. I want to introduce a good friend of ours, Captain Tommy O'Neill. Hey. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Thanks Tommy. Guys. How are you, my brother? Very well. Thank Good you. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Joe. It's my a pleasure for you being here. Thank you. I want to thank you for your service. Also, before we start the episode today, we are on episode 15. If you can find us on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, Spotify and Apple and our merchandise. We're going to have some new stuff today, but let's get into episode 15. But, so, Tom, got one question. Who's Tommy O'Neill? Um, well, I was born in Trenton, New Jersey in 1974. Okay. Um, my dad had a roofing company in, uh, with Local 30 in Philadelphia. All right. Yeah, he was close with John McCullough. Yeah. So um, that was kind of difficult as a child dealing with his... Uh, you know, assassination and stuff like that. But um, it, it, it really taught me how to operate later in life in uh, places in Afghanistan and, so, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I grew up in uh, in Lawrenceville. Went to play football at Lawrence. I can tell you played football for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what position? I was a quarterback. Quarterback? All right, good. Wow. 
and uh, grew up working for Italians my whole life. God bless. Uh, landscaping, uh, Bono Landscaping, Joe Bono and Hopewell, and uh, pizzerias. Nice. Working the grill, pizzerias. Nice. For Dino Butoni and Angelo Palizzi, who were great all, guys. All cool jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Angelo, absolutely. Sicilian guy, great people. And they were very supportive of me growing up. Nice. Um, but yeah, I uh, was an average student. Um, but I was really focused on trying to play professional football eventually. Yeah. Nice. Did you go to college for football? I did. Where'd you go? I did. I went to Quincy University in okay. Division Two. Nice. And I coached college as well. Oh, you coached? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. When you can get into football, it's a it's a really good thing. But what you're here for and what you did for our country, what shaped you into becoming a Marine? Because we know you were in you were in finance, finance. before. Yes, that's you correct. Were. And um, my grandfather was a colonel in the army. In Korea. Wow. And he fought with the Marines against the Chinese in North Korea. So he really was uh, in love with the Marines after after going over there and fighting with them. So when I was a kid and spent time with him, he would always talk about the Marines. Right. And I knew just by hanging out with him that that's what I wanted to do was because he loved them so much. Wow. So yeah. you knew at a young age. Yeah. When I was like five. But then you went into finance, right? You I worked did. on Wall Street, right? I did. I went to, I was working for Morgan Stanley in the World Trade Center. And um, I just walked out. What year was that? 2000. Okay, so that was right before 9-11. 9-11 2001, right? Yeah, 2001. So you just walked out and... Went right to the recruiting office. In New York? Started, yeah, in Manhattan. <laughs> and I started the process to become a Marine officer. Did they take you right there? or you get, like, they give you, When you sign up, how's it work? It took, it took time. You had to apply and get accepted into the program. When you're okay. enlisted, right. you can go in right off the street. But as an officer... You got to pass, you know, all kinds Test. of stuff, background checks right. and all this stuff. And that's uh, how you got started. Yeah. There. Where were you during 9-11? I was in Virginia training at uh, infantry officer school. I was a grunt. So you were already training and before 9-11 even happened because you were you enlisted in the Marines. Yes. Well, he went the year before. The year before. Where were you at 9-11, Joe? Where the fuck was I at? Jail. You were, okay. I'm fed raised. Where was you at? I was in uh, fifth grade. Fifth grade? St. Monica's. I got a good story to tell you about the jail. But I, I want to get back to Tommy. So the year before, in 2000, you were in the, well, the, the, trade, yeah, the, the old trade Center. What floor? 77. Did any of your people that you yeah, worked with die? people that died, wow. yeah. Oh, that's unbelievable. That's scary. Yeah, it is. I was, uh, it was pretty surreal being in Virginia, watching the towers go down and realizing that I'm going to go to war, you know, and start, uh, unfortunately, you know, Having to kill people. Right. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah. I was in the, this is my luck. I was in Hudson County Jail. And I, I still got my cell window. It was across the river. You could, I seen the, the, the towers. You could yeah. see them. Yeah. That morning, they wake me up fucking 4.30. Merlino, you're getting transferred. Fuck my going. You're getting transferred. So they don't tell you. But they, t- they took us to N- Newark Courthouse. So when you're getting transferred, they just don't take you from Hudson to Passaic County Jail. Yeah. They take you to the courthouse. You got to sit there from fucking... Eight in the morning till five at night to wait for everybody to get done their court cases. Then they ship you. They were shipping me to Passaic. We go in. There's like twelve of us. We're in a holding cell, handcuffed. I hear the marshal come over and say, "A plane just hit the World Trade Center." Like, what the fuck? Fucking fucks a plane hit the World Trade Center? I said, "It's got to be fucking terrorists." Then fifteen minutes or whatever, they came back. They said another plane hit. We got to get everybody out of here. They took us all out. Went to uh, it's like fucking ten o'clock in the morning, driving. From uh, the courthouse to Passaic, you've seen the fucking buildings burning. And my luck, they take us in Passaic. Five of the hijackers that hijacked the planes were from Passaic County. 
They locked every fucking Muslim up in Passaic County. I didn't get washed for 10 days. I slept on the floor for 10 days. The jail was, you couldn't, all bodies just laying on the floor. Fucking, no, I was sick. Yeah, nine, 10 days when you get washed. We're lucky we ate. Yeah, but absolutely. they locked every every person in the town up. It was it was a fucking madhouse. Everybody remembers. They had dogs right. in that jail. Yeah. yeah, you can never forget that. You can never forget that day. No, it, it's great. I mean, I was in fifth grade. I remember my aunt Lisa came and picked me and my sister up, and we were running home because nobody knew what was going on. Right. The teachers were showing it on TV because they didn't know what was happening. Everybody was running around and things like that. Yeah, just scary. Yeah, it was scary. Yep. Changed, changed the way we did, you know, business in the country going forward from that point yeah. on, you know. Yeah. And from that day, <coughs> all trade centers happened. Did they ship you right out? No. Um, How was that transition? The Marines went to Afghanistan. Okay. I ended up in California with 3rd Battalion, 7th Marines of the 1st Marine Division. Our okay. commander was General Mattis. You ever heard of General yeah, Mattis? Yeah, I heard him, yeah. Okay, he was a tough dude. Yeah. And um, in February of 2003... We deployed to Kuwait, wow. and we were the first ones in the desert. And we lived out in the desert for three months until the old division came. Twenty thousand Marines arrived in the desert, wow. and we waited until President Bush told us to invade Iraq. And were you training out there too in California? Like, were you yeah. all set up and ready to go? Oh yeah, we trained like crazy out there. You should have invaded fucking Afghanistan, not Iraq. Yeah, when we had some Marines in Afghanistan, but Iraq. Um, Definitely, uh, I'm not real sure that was a good idea. Yeah, Saddam had nothing to do with it. No. They knew it. So, you know, Saddam hated bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> they hated each other. Well, he tried to get him killed. I'm just saying, they didn't, you know, they knew Iraq had nothing to do with it. Right. Poor Saddam. He had the Middle East like this. Yeah. He did. <laughs> what, really was your, did. what was your feelings on, you know, invading Iraq? Did you agree with it, not agree with it? Well, as a, uh, you know, as an officer, we're trained to follow orders. Okay. Right. And, well, all Marines. But, um, you know, we didn't question what was coming down from command. We believed that there was weapons of mass destruction and that they were training terrorists over there. Over there. So that's what they told us. That's what they... So we're like, oh, we're going to go ahead and do this. You that's know? how they tricked Jews. <laughs> and go well, right th- th- there was no weapons, right? No. Nothing. That was no Dick weapons. Cheney, right? Yeah, that was yeah. Dick Cheney and his plan, in my opinion, to take over the Middle East. Take over, yeah. So and yeah, put pressure tough. on Iran. After you left Iraq... Was that your first? Well, that was your first tour, right? Yeah, to go right. Iraq. Yep. And then your second tour, you went into. Yeah, the fir- during my first tour, I was at the front of twenty thousand Marines wow. going into Iraq, and I was calling in airstrikes and artillery onto a town that was across the border, and we did that for four hours. We shot three and a half million dollars worth of ordnance into that town. Into that town. And then they started waving white flags, and my battalion commander, my colonel, came up to us and said, "Stop shooting." I'm going to send the battalion through. And the whole division followed us across the border. So we were the first ones in. You were, at a, you were on the front line, first ones in. And I remember sitting in a foxhole saying, holy shit, I could be, you know, back in Jersey, you know, hanging out, yeah. doing, pizza, yeah. going to bars, my yeah, friends. Yeah. 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 Be on a beach in You could have been in the greenhouse. Yeah. Fucking. God bless you, though. It really is. It's no. totally insane. And then when you left there... Is that where you, is that when you went to where did you go after Iraq? Well, I I went back for a second tour. Okay. Right, and that was different because the first tour we were anyone <coughs> attacking the Iraqi army, and they quit because they were too scared to fight. Okay. Right, but when we got to Baghdad, they had these crazy these suicide fighters that we had to fight before we got into Baghdad and captured Baghdad. 
So we stayed there for a couple months, and we didn't have a lot of, you know, action. Nobody was shooting at us. Okay. They were waiting for us to kind of occupy, and we came back to the States, and then five months later, they sent us back out into a really bad area out in Al-Ambar province. And how was that when you got there? It was there? awful. Really? It was filled with roadside bombs and IEDs, and Al-Qaeda was hiding in the shadows, and we had to... Uh, my job was to do start negotiating with the tribal leader, the sheik, to try to get them on our side. And now, who's the sheik? He's in charge of a tribe. Okay. And tribes really run everything over in Iraq and Afghanistan. The government's kind of weak outside of the capitals, capital Baghdad. Okay. So the tribal leaders have all the power. So when we got there, we, had to, we said, look, we got to get this guy on our side. And al-Qaeda didn't like that, and they targeted me. Really? Yeah. And I so was, there's even negotiations over there, things like that. Yeah. And what happened? Well, one day I had to go out to uh, visit uh, the tribal leader, and um, the police chief of the town was working with Al-Qaeda. Okay. And I found out about it, and I confronted him. And I said, if I find out that you're working for Al-Qaeda, I'm going to shoot you in the face with my pistol. And I patted my pistol like this. And, like, and he looked at me and said, okay, no problem. And uh, we left. And shortly after we left the police headquarters, we got hit by a massive daisy chain IED. And what's a, what's a daisy chain? An so, improvised explosive device, which is a uh, artillery shell that's buried in the ground okay. and detonated when you drive by it. Okay. And um, they had those sitting on the ground waiting for us. And just, we had no idea that they were there. And they, you know, they, they, they blew it up. They blew up. You got yeah. fucked up, right? Yeah, I got traumatic brain injury. Unbelievable. Yeah. And in fact, uh, this is the the piece of shrapnel that uh, almost killed me. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow, look at this motherfucker, how sharp this is. Feel that motherfucker. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that should have killed me. And so it's buried uh, in the ground? Yeah. And how far did it go deep? Did it, what is it? It was buried oh, too fuck. deep. And, Thank uh, God. Yeah, if it was buried two inches higher, thing. it would have killed us. See that us. fucking thing? Yeah. yeah. Two inches higher. Yeah, it would have killed us. Yeah. That so, goes through anything. I go through metal, anything, oh, yeah. right? Go right to the Humvees, turn into tomato soup. So your life was saved by inches? Yeah, two inches. Oh, thank God. Yeah, thank, Did, thank you. Were you with anybody out there that you lost, that oh, you were yeah. very close with? Yeah, we had a, uh, my, my mentor was killed in action. Five of my Marines from the previous tour were killed in action. We had 18 killed, and uh, one of them was a Medal of Honor recipient. Wow. Jumped on a grenade, Jason Dunham. He jumped on a grenade to save everybody yeah. else. That wow. just goes to show you the, the heart. Yeah. That's a, that's a gangster there. Yeah. God bless him. These fucking rats are going the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, something that's not condoned in the Marine Corps. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about that. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about tattletales, informants, yeah, rats, they, snitches they, that tell on your, your friends and make up lies? They, um... The, the Marines go for that? No. Not at all. And uh, they because you don't trust each other. Right. And when you're in combat, you got to trust each other. And if you don't trust. Yeah. yeah. And if you're concerned about somebody, you know, tattletaling on you, then uh, you're not going to trust them and people can get killed that way, you know? Yeah. yeah. See, I, I know it's not me. Everybody hates them. Yeah. yeah. It's a, and you, like you say, you need people to have your back in anything in life. Yeah. yeah exactly. So that's it's a, it's a crazy situation, especially if somebody's going behind your back and risking your life. Yeah. To totally. get you killed. Totally. 
I can't believe how fucking heavy that thing was. No, it's, that's totally I weigh fucking five, ten pounds. It's crazy. What was the biggest challenges you would say <clears throat> the United States had in, in Afghanistan? Well, in Afghanistan, it was um, the fact that um, Pakistan intelligence was supporting the Taliban. Okay. And Pakistan was supposed to be our ally. Right. Okay, so um, that was, you know, a big uh, challenge for us. So they were feeding them information the well, whole time? Not just information, but weapons, money, support to attack our... They wanted, dis- they wanted to disrupt the government of Afghanistan. Okay. Okay, because India was... Uh, getting in the bed with the president of Afghanistan, so they didn't like that. So, what was his name? Karzai? Karzai. Karzai. Karzai yeah. yeah. That was Hillary's guy. Yeah. yeah. That's, how long yeah. were you out his there? His good mob was Hillary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how long were you out there for? Six total. years. Six years total. Yep. And if you had to do it all over again? Yes, I would. Would you do anything different? Um, well, I don't think we should have been in Iraq. Okay. But Afghanistan, yes. You know, I yeah. think that... Uh, Fighting the war on terror over there was uh, a, it was a pretty good idea, but unfortunately we left uh, seven billion dollars worth of equipment over there. To... Yeah, tell the people about that when the, the thirteen people got killed. Yeah, I mean, when Biden know, said it, get out. Yeah, another they, good uh, move by Biden. But you said Trump Trump signed the thing, right? Yeah, Trump had they they negotiated a peace agreement with the Taliban under certain conditions. One of those conditions was women's rights. Uh, which unfortunately they're not abiding by at this time. But with the Biden administration, they wanted to get out before the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So they hurried. It was was a very uh, hasty process. Why did they do that? Because he wanted to get everybody out before 9-11, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And they just left everything in place. Um, So that created a lot of chaos. For people that were trying to get out of the country and um they deployed the marines and 11 marines well, a marine unit there and there was an army guy and a navy guy that they were trying to coordinate the uh, all that activity of people rushing to the airport okay and um they got blown up by a suicide bomb unbelievable yeah. that's, that's scary yeah and how many men were left out there um a lot of americans were left out there to Fend for themselves, yes. Yeah, so They're probably still out there. They're probably yeah. dead. They left the dogs and all the weapons, everything, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. Seven million dollars. Seven billion. Seven billion. Billion, yeah. billion wow. in weapons. Seven billion in weapons. How much money did we put in? I know you had on your notes. Yeah, two trillion in Iraq, three trillion in Iraq and two trillion in Afghanistan. Jesus. Trillion. Yeah. Oh fuck it. Trillions of dollars. Yep. That were in there. And they won't they, I, I read an article, they said that. To get rid of all the homeless in the United States, it would cost forty billion. So we could solve that. They fucking oh, yeah, just like that, that money. We could do that and to, and to help every vet, be like fifty billion, and to pay every kid's college loan off is like forty billion. Yeah, that's crazy. They won't. They're worried about fucking spending three trillion and over there. That's and you can see Joey. Joey supports. Yeah, like yeah, 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 I'm gonna send you one. Uh, I'm gonna send you one. So Couple. You. Like we're doing a lot of stuff for the community. I'm sure you know. Yeah. You know, you watch the podcast and yes. things like that. What advice would you have for vets right now and people that are trying to get help? How, um, how was your transition into getting help after your injury? Unfortunately, the VA has been very good to me. Okay. Some people, unfortunately, don't have that, that luck. Okay. You know, um, but, yeah, stay active, stay healthy, you know, stay involved, stay away from drugs and alcohol. 
go yeah. to counseling, fellowship, friends that have been been there, talk about that. Right. Now, friends. we have a, a friend of mine, Christopher, for, for all the vets out there, I know it's hard to get the disability. You got to get a lawyer. The lawyer keeps 33%. He's going to do it for free. Yes. We're going to put his name up, his email, contact him, tell him we sent you from here, from the podcast, and he's going to help you as best he can for free. Try to get you as a, you know. That's how good of friends that. That's yeah, great. Chris you know, is a great guy. Yeah. So, he, he was in the he, he was in the military. He was over there too, so he knows that he knows the deal. Yeah, and he gets a hundred percent. He's disabled too, so that's why yeah. he wants to help everybody out. Yeah, which you said you get a hundred percent too, correct? That's correct. Yeah. So it's it's hard for a lot of people who don't have the resources to find people to help you because a lot of other people they want to make money off it. He's going to do it for free for everybody. That's great. Yeah, so, really. yeah, he's a good man. Very good man. And why also we brought you on the show. And your story definitely touched me and Joey and think, you know, in that nature for the vets, we wanted to donate to your charity $15,000. We have the check, but we want you to get into what does Mission 22 represent? Because that's the charity that we made the check out yeah, to. And thank you so much for that, yeah. gentlemen. Um, we have it right here, too. And awesome. Joey's going to present you with the check. There's a check. Thank you. I hope, yeah. it don't, I hope it don't bounce, but you should be good. <laughs> thank no, you you're good. Much. It's very kind. My pleasure. And, My pleasure. Uh, Mission 22 was created uh, after 2013, the VA did a study, and it was sadly revealed that 22 veterans a day were killing themselves. Oh. So Mission 22 was created to prevent veteran suicide. Wow. Yes. Okay, so this money will be going directly to that cause. Beautiful. Preventing veterans oh, beautiful. Suicide. And hopefully next year we'll be able to give 150000 That would yeah. be great. The bigger we get it. The bigger we get, the bigger you guys, will, yeah. the better you guys will be. Thank you. We have Believe. a lot of loyal supporters that help us. No, we do. All, everybody from the podcast that donated to help the kids, the vets, breast cancer, SPCA, thank yeah. you. This is where it's going, right, Ben? It's not going to me. No casino, no gambling. <laughs> no gambling, none of that. <laughs> no you're, football. You're a big football guy, right? You played yeah, football, you played quarterback. Yeah, I did. Who, who was your favorite player growing up? Dan Marino. Dan yeah, Marino. He's the best. Did you, the article, Joe Montana yeah. said, Joe Montana said Dan Marino was the best quarterback ever. He's good looking. Well, if, he's a good football yeah, player. Yeah, but if he played today, listen, them guys got killed back then. Yeah. Today you can't even touch the quarterback. No. If your helmet, if your hand hits his helmet, fifteen yard penalty. So we it was a different game. We were talking yeah. about earlier. Everybody, they're all running quarterbacks now. Oh yeah. And you know, back then, I like a pocket passer, yeah. a guy who's just going to light the field up and things like that. Yeah. You know, what's your favorite team? Um, right now, probably Miami. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. I think no. San Francisco. Yeah, San Fran's tough. Yeah, Baltimore probably goes. Baltimore's good too. Miami can't beat a good team. No. No. I think they're going to kill Dallas this week though. But they can't. Really? I don't like their quarterback. They yeah. got listen. They got the best receivers in football. Yeah, they definitely. do have good receivers. They got a great running back. Yeah, and the coach is great yeah. too. Mike yeah. McDaniel, yeah. he's a brilliant guy. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, he is. He's funny. Yeah. He's he's a good time to watch too. Yeah. His press conferences are great. Yeah, but the, the coaching today is different. It's all that fucking I know. analytics. Nobody kicks a field goal. Everybody goes fourth and seven. They go for it like nothing. Yeah, Pick the crazy. fucking field goal. Like yeah. a, they, it really is. I don't now, know. It's a different game. You, now, when you guys are out there fighting. And this is a question I, I always ask Joey about jail questions too because sure. it intrigues me. Are you watch? Are you in touch with the outside world? There's no. Are you watching sports out there? Do you have downtime? Like, how does that work? Well, when when we invaded Iraq, we had nothing. Nothing. I mean, we, were, we 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 had no idea. We would tune in a radio to the BBC and get updates about what was going on in the invasion. Nobody knew on. Nobody knew what was going on outside no. there. But when, the second tour, when things were more established, yeah. we had satellite communications. We could get TVs. Right. So it was stuff. different. Yeah. 
What'd you think? You just fucking calling up, making yeah, a bet? See, I, <laughs> you got motherfucking shooting at you. You're I fucking. You were, you were calling a fuck maker. Yeah, you're fucking. No, you know, yeah. What you gonna do? I know. Uh, you know Did the Phillies win today, motherfucker? Yeah, you, right. you see that thing you got hit with? I know that's crazy. <laughs> Did you find any like uh, weapons of mass destruction out there? Did you ever something like that? No, we never found any weapons of mass destruction. No, no. All you said, all only thing here was what oil and fucking rice. That's crazy. Yeah. For Saddam, they what they did to him. Yeah. Yeah, they. Uh, we um, were told that areas, we, you know, we, when we captured Baghdad, they told us to go to this area, and it was a war, it was a chemical weapons store, a storage facility. Okay. <clears throat> That's what they told us. Yeah. We got out there. It was a water treatment center. So there was no, it was a lie. Okay. <laughs> you know, they said, yeah. they kind of put an overlay on a right. map, and they said, okay, you know, these areas have chemical weapons. There was no chemical weapons. There was no chemical no. weapons there. And if Saddam don't get out of power, he had Iran. Iran was in check. They were scared to death of him. Iran was the whole Middle. He had the whole yeah. Middle East scared to death. It was yeah. peaceful over there. They weren't bothering nobody. And then all this happened. When you were going to make your exit, how did you feel? When everything was coming to an end, they were going to send you home. You got hurt. Is that when you went home? And that was you never went back after. No, that? he went back to Afghanistan. Yeah, I went back as a civilian contractor to okay. Afghanistan, and I was a part of the reconstruction of Afghanistan because the whole country was destroyed. Yeah. After, you know, what we did in Afghanistan, the Russians invaded Afghanistan, communists. So the CIA armed seven warlords and created these private armies to fight the Russians. And after 10 years, they were successful. Russia left. Yeah. But those warlords fought against each other for control of the country. They destroyed the whole country. They destroyed the whole country. The Taliban came in. Yeah. We, had, we invaded. We had to rebuild the country from the ground up yeah from the ground up so i was part of that effort so i did that for uh, a number of years then i kind of got involved in some intelligence work as well um you know trying to get information on bad guys and then afghans who are working for other countries intelligence services yeah you had a lot of shit going on out there that was really you were deep that was crazy when you told me about the well i know from reading but the the woman that got no rights over there yeah unfortunately uh teenage women Listen to this. Because the Taliban aren't allowing the women to go to school right now, and that's not part of the agreement. Part of the agreement we had was women's rights. Okay. So now they're. But Trump put that in, right? Yeah. Not Biden. I mean, Trump. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody is ex was expecting the Taliban to allow women to go to school, and they're not. So now there's this sick epidemic of teenage girls committing suicide. Jesus. Because they have no future. And that's happening right now. What'd you say they were drinking? Battery acid. You imagine that teenage no. girl? It's fucking sick. People think they got problems. Yeah, you got to be grateful they what we, we have and things like oh, that. Yes. Right. These fucking rats are worried about going to jail for a few years. Drinking They're drinking battery, battery acid. Yeah. That's oh. terrible. Fucking it really is. Unbelievable. Paul, I mean, we wanted to thank you, especially for coming on. Mission 22. I know they're going to be we're going to do whatever. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully next year it's quadruple, whatever. Yeah. Much we could get. We have um, a lot of loyal supporters. And we're yes, going to have you. We're going to have you come back again. Oh, yeah, month. yeah, absolutely. Love to. Yeah, you, is there anything else you'd like to talk no, about? Just, yeah. just um, congratulations on the success of the podcast. Thank you. Know, Thank you. You're doing a great it. job. Thank you. Yeah, he is. Really. Yeah, he's good so, stuff. You know, keep up the great work. Yeah, we're and, trying. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have you on again in a couple months. I'd love to. We're going to go to dinner for your birthday, January. Yeah. My pleasure. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Captain. We appreciate it. Thank you for your service. Yes, sir. Thank you for your service. God bless you. Now. We're at the end of the show. Everybody thinks 
and what they want to hear. They wait for the end of the show. But I do want to talk a little bit about the video that Mike Franchise made about, you know, you and what he was saying that he never testified. How do you feel about that one? That's a dead out lie. I got a video. It was on World News. You'll see it. It says. Confessed organized crime captain Michael Franzese testified he paid $50,000 cash to become a silent partner in the agency that once represented 44 potential professional football and basketball stars. He testified. But forget about that, even if he didn't testify. My uncle never testified. He's a fucking no-good dead rat. And I found out, uh, come to me after we did the show last week, I never knew this. Sonny Franchese is not even your father. He's not even your father. You don't know who the fuck your father is. Wow. And Sonny Franchese's other son, he ratted on him too. The stepson's a rat. The fucking whole, they breed rats. So I'm done talking about you guys. We got, we got a lot of new rats to move on to. Just get out of denial. You know you're no fucking good. And that's the, that's the, the bottom line. That's it. I mean, there's nothing else to say. You read the 302s. I didn't make them up. They're from the FBI. I put them all on the screen, read them. You testified in cases and trying to make, you know, just forget it. I, I don't even want to talk about you. No I know. Fucking, I understand. Fucking lying piece of shit. Yeah, we're not even going to talk. Like, like you said, last week, our video even got taken down because everybody's reporting us. So yeah. we're on the bigger and better things. Yeah, you're still ratting. Yeah. They're calling Instagram. Uh, TikTok, TikTok, our TikTok, videos uh, are getting yeah. taken down. Do what the fuck you want. Jeal okay. Jealousy is worse than cancer. It really is. But we got, some, after the new year, we got some, uh, a bunch of new rats coming up. But you might be hear these tapes. Your, your, your hair is going to stand up. Yeah, it really is. So we're going to ride into Christmas. We want everybody to have a great holiday. Great holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. We got a lot of checks that we gave out, a lot of donations that we want to thank our loyal fans Friends. who helped us out. You know, Mission 22, $15,000. Um, Romeo's Rescue. Yeah, we're we going gave, to be doing that video on the 28th. Yeah, 28th, we gave the, the dog rescue 10000 Breast cancer, we gave it to the girl, Andy. She, yes. Uh, it'll be, I think, I think next week, uh, you'll see the video. We gave her 15000 Yes. She got stage four breast cancer. Yeah, she does. For a couple of years, she's been battling, but she's a trooper. She's hanging in there. Yeah. A good friend That's of mine, Chris yeah, Conti, yeah. we helped him out with his rescue. Yeah, um, another dog rescue. Yes. We, we gave him 5000 Oh, and we're giving uh, this week, uh, we found an organization that parents that are in jail. Yes. The, the parents are in jail, the mother or the father, and we're giving them $5,000 to buy toys for the kids for Christmas. Yeah. To make their Christmas, you know, as good as we can. And hopefully next year we'll have a lot, as much money as we get, we're going to give we're it all We're going to donate it all. And it's all going out. And I do want to say something, that this YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, people say things, or we read the um, comments or whatever. Doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're over here helping people. Like we're going to help the vets. We're helping breast cancer. We're donating to the SPCA. That's things that we're here to do. We're no. not here to get involved in anything. Yeah, else. you can it's, say whatever the yeah, fuck you want care. about me. I don't give two fucks. No. I mean, I'm not told. Listen, when you're thinking about me, that means I'm on your mind. Exactly. You're not on my motherfucking mind. No. I don't give two fucks what you say about me. Exactly. Fuck so you. You just can't. Remember one thing: you just can't go out to eat on Christmas. You just can't go nowhere. That's we can. all. I go anywhere in the world. That's right. So we'll be back for... Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year, and we'll be back for episode 16. This is Little Snuff and Skinny Joey Merlino. Thank you. Life is a casino. We don't sing. We just hit them off with C-Notes. And you can bet it all. I'm going to be the last one standing tall. Joey Merlino.